1: Hi, everybody. Welcome in. Some thoughts on the Lakers Grizzlies, Knicks Cavs, Warriors Kings, Marcus Thompson, uh, who covers the Warriors, written books on Steph, and KD will be joining us in roughly 12 minutes. So my first takeaway on the Grizzlies is, generally speaking, if a two-seed the Grizzlies faces a seven-seed the Lakers and the series starts in the two-seeds home, as it should, right? you would take the two seed to win the series. But I took the Lakers to win this series because I think there's a lot of fool's gold with Memphis. And I like John Morant, but I consider him to be much like Derek Rose. And I've said this for years. I don't think those kind of players can lead you to championships. This is overwhelmingly, once the playoffs start, a wing big league. Refs swallow their whistles and the physical teams win. I mean, how effective was Anthony Davis today? Uh, How effective the Knicks rebounding over the Cavs. Um, You see how effective a Robert Williams, a marginally talented player, but great defensively, how he can disrupt Atlanta's offense, wings and bigs. You say, well, what about Steph Curry? The best two Warriors teams had Kevin Durant on them. And Steph Curry realized that. And so John Morant, like Derrick Rose, is spectacular and dynamic. Not an elite defender or rebounder. He's not going to be a rim protector. And he's still not a great shooter. He's just explosive, like Derrick Rose was. And so I like the Lakers in this series. And I don't want to hear that the injury to John Morant was the difference. The Lakers had their best third quarter, perhaps the best quarter they've played against a good team on the road, all season. They scored 69 points in the second half, and John ja Morant played 90% of it. He couldn't stop Rui, Reeves, AD, or LeBron. So I don't want to hear that's the difference. The Lakers had their best quarter. John ja Morant was on the floor. He'll return in the series. We're not sure about Game 2. John ja Morant has said his availability could be in peril for Game 2. I can like Steve Nash as a player. But those Phoenix teams got pushed around in the playoffs. I can like Derek Rose. I can like John Morant. It's different. And so I thought the Lakers' physicality would be the difference in this series with Clark and Steven Adams out. And it was. They mostly controlled the interior. Big rebounding advantage. 11 blocks for the Lakers and two for Memphis. And that's the series. So um, you're not going to get another game like that from Rui. uh, And Reeves was red hot. But I I don't want to hear any excuses here. There's a reason that most people, most people, not just me, took the Lakers in this series. Is that Memphis was virtually unbeatable at home. Now everybody's equally rested. Rim protection defense means more in the playoffs you see who the better team is. John ja Morant can't play in game two of the series. I think Memphis will be very competitive because I don't think Rui and Reeves will probably play that well. But I, I've thought there's a lot of fool's gold here on Memphis. I've, I've, I've said the same with Denver. Is like, I like Denver, but efficiency, which is Jokic's game, you got to give me more than that. I'm going to need some 35-point games. I don't trust some of the guys on that Denver team who have never delivered in the postseason. You know, if you're the a Laker fan, LeBron had 21 points, a couple of uh, big shots, a big three, but he had costly turnovers. I didn't think LeBron played great. I didn't think the Lakers played that effectively in the first half. They couldn't shoot. So you got to feel good if you're the Lakers. They completely, utterly controlled the second half, outscoring Memphis 69-47, to 11 blocks to two for the Lakers. They were the better basketball team. Doesn't mean they were in the regular season. But we've said this before. Postseason, refs swallow whistles. They're going to let you bang around more. And the dynamic, wildly vertical, show-stopping point guards, Westbrook, Walls, Derrick Rose, John Morantz, Steve Nash wasn't highly vertical, but you know, a two-time MVP, wildly effective. They don't have the impact in the postseason. So, you know, uh, you're a Laker fan. You have to feel good. Remember... The Lakers are two different teams. There's the pre-trade deadline deal with Westbrook, and there's this team. And this team has more shooters, has more wings, is younger, more athletic. So you you have to look at the Lakers. It's like in the NFL where sometimes you have a team, the Patriot teams, the great ones were usually post-Thanksgiving on was a different Patriot team than September, October. This is a different Lakers team right now. Now, I think if this series goes six or seven, maybe Jaws out for a couple of games and it's a quick series. That benefits the Lakers greatly. LeBron, you know, you, you'd like to play him 32 minutes. You probably have to play him 36 minutes in the postseason, although Reeves certainly can control the offense when he's out. But the quicker this series goes, this is not a young team. The better it is for the Lakers in the next round. All right, some thoughts on a series that I thought Cleveland had too many shot makers for the New York Knicks. And I also thought Julius Randle could miss the first two games of the series. That's what was reported about two weeks ago. Julius Randle played. So one of the things that jumped out is not Jalen Brunson's play. He's been terrific all year. Okay, Jalen Brunson um, is a really, really good player. You know, your classic Villanova second round in, in big national championship level games can defend a little, though he's small, but he's a great leader. He's just your classic point guard that can score, can distribute, excellent leadership skills, sets his guys up, and that didn't surprise me. What does, because I don't necessarily think losing game one's the end of the series. It's not for the Warriors, but I do think there was something that was really noticeable. The New York Knicks were the second-best rebounding team in the league during the regular season. I think they were tied for second-best rebounding team. Cleveland was middle of the pack. How many times when Cleveland was inching back in that game, did the Knicks get a second, third, and occasionally fourth look at the basket? New York, I felt like, got every big rebound in the second half. And that's that's a problem. Evan Mobley's excellent. He's still young. He's still ascending. But if New York, that's Tom Thibodeau's, classic team. Play defense, slow it down a little bit, crash the boards, get some freebies underneath, limit the Cavs to one shot. So I, I still like Cleveland in the series, but if that is a pattern, and remember, the best coaches are in the playoffs, they make adjustments, right? They're going to make adjustments in Cleveland. But you can rebound your way to a series win if you limit their second shots and you get yours second and third shots frequently. So you know, Jalen Brunson's been good all year. The Knicks have some interesting depth. You know, they can melt. Any Knick fan will tell you. They're a team that can lose leads and melt. But I thought that rebounding edge in the second half, it was noticeable. It was stark. They were they were controlling the glass every time they needed a rebound. So we have a real series between the Knicks and the Cavs. That's fun. Thoughts on the Warriors. I had predicted last week on uh, Fox Sports 1 and Premier Radio that I thought Sacramento would win game one and I would take the better coach. Yes, Steve Kerr, four titles, the better coach, the better roster. Yes, now that Wiggins and Gary Payton are back, it's the better, deeper roster and the more experienced Warriors to win in six. I thought it was going to be a hornet's nest in game one. But something that really jumped out to me is that everybody likes to brag how much basketball they know on the Internet If you think Jordan Poole's a great player, just you don't know basketball. When you watch him on the floor, he is so bad defensively. In the second half, I thought he cost him the game. And I think on a pretty regular basis, Steve Kerr and Draymond Green call him out. And, you know, Draymond Green on the volume on his podcast, you can't give Malik Monk 30 plus points. It's okay. De'Aaron Fox is going to get his. Steph Curry is going to get his. Right? Jimmy Butler's going to get his in the playoffs. Donovan Mitchell's going to get his. Anthony Davis is going to get his. You can't let role players have huge, huge games. And so I think Jordan Poole, and I've said this multiple times, it's a problem. I think they want to move him. Somebody will overpay for him. Somebody will lock him into a deal. But that series came down to Jordan Poole on the floor late in the game. And just surrendering too many easy buckets and momentum for the Kings. Listen, Sacramento is certainly capable of winning this series. It's going to be really hard for Golden State to win on the road. But I think everybody noticed with Wiggins now available, that gives them two wings, Wiggins and Kaminga. They've only really had Kaminga for a while now. Dante DiVincenzo, Gary Payton, although he's banged up, they got plenty of depth now. They're fine. It's a really nice eight-man rotation if Payton is okay. He got banged up. But... One of the only things that really surprised me in that game is that Andrew Wiggins was that effective. Uh, Obviously, he missed, you know, most past the trade deadline. I thought he was really effective. But again, he's a super high IQ player that's been around. That's why he fits so easily is that, you know. Golden State asks a lot of its players on both ends of the floor. It's a catch and react offense. It's, you know, they're going to make switches on defense. You have got to be paying attention. Jordan Poole doesn't, Andrew Wiggins does, and that's why he was so effective. I think the Warriors are going to be fine, but uh, I had said last week the words I used, it's going to be a feisty series. If you can give Wiggins and Gary Payton real minutes, I think the Warriors are win, their experience and their roster. I think what they're going to do in the next game in the series is they're going to be much more physical. Just too many easy buckets for the Kings. So I think the Warriors are going to be physical, and I think officials will play a part in this series. The dynasty gets the whistle. But overall, I thought it was a great weekend. And let's talk more on the Warriors, bringing Marcus Thompson from The Athletic, who has covered this team multiple years, part of this dynasty for many years. The NBA playoffs are upon us. 20 teams get in, all trying to get that one crown. For last-minute amazing deals to watch your favorite NBA team, it can be the Warriors, it could be the Kings, it could be the Sixers, it could be the Bucks. to get great last-minute deals on amazing tickets Check out Game Time, the fastest-growing ticketing app in the United States. It's called Game Time. doesn't stop, by the way, with the NBA. They've got NHL tickets, Major League Baseball tickets. They've also got concerts and comedy shows. Game Time. Download the Game Time app, and the redeem code is Colin, C-O-L-I-N. $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Download the Game Time app. Enter the code Colin, C O L I N, for $20 off. NBA playoffs, baseball season just starting here in April, NHL as well. No matter where you live, get out, have some fun this week and this year. Download the Game Time app. Last minute ticket deals, lowest prices guaranteed.
0: Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket.
1: Now we bring in the great Marcus Thompson. We use him as often as we can. He's a busy guy. We'll get to the Warriors in a couple of minutes. I got to tell you, the end of the Suns game was fascinating to me. First of all, Kevin Durant, and I hadn't lost a regular season game since November. He's now lost seven straight playoff games. He disappeared for the last four minutes, which I don't know if it put it on KD Uh, Maybe I should. Monty Williams, Chris Paul, Devin Booker. Can we get him the ball? That was shocking. So let's start with that. Who, Who do I put the blame on for Kevin Durant not getting more looks in the last four
2: minutes? You know who you put the blame on? I got the answer for you. His name is Russell Westbrook. That's who you put the blame on. That's the one who came in and said, you know what? I'm going to take over this game. All the shade Russell Westbrook has endured all these years. I mean, that might that was the greatest three for 19 playoff performance of all time. I mean, think about you went three for 19 and he completely dominated the game. He had he, he played great on Kevin Durant, turned him into a passer like facilitator. He had Russell Westbrook, like, I mean, he had uh, Devin Booker bothered. And that play at the end with the block and then throwing it off Booker and, like, showing the world his heart. I mean, Russell Westbrook is the blame for all of it. They had no answer for Russ. Can you
1: believe it? it well, and Devin Booker is interesting because you trail by three with 17 seconds left. A layup does you no good. Shoot the three. Yes, uh, and that the, was weird. And, and the second thing, you know, situationally, that was bizarre. And Booker complains a lot to the refs. So it's like, dude. If you get your shot blocked, don't complain to the ref. Finish the play. Like that—that that is a moment that a star can't allow to happen. Like you—you—you you, you can't be in dialogue with an official as a play late in the game is going on. Like that's on book. And I like him, but that—that that was situationally really bad basketball. To, that was my takeaway. And Russ deserves great credit. That was a, a tremendous yeah, yeah. play, but that's bad situational basketball by
2: Phoenix, isn't it? Oh yeah, no question. I mean, they they made some questionable decisions down the stretch, and that's I mean that's Booker's and Mo, right? I mean that's that's what the modern player does. They they stop playing to complain, right? They stop playing to argue with the refs. We see Luca do it. We see all of them do it. But there's something about playoff basketball. You just got to play through that. You, you yep. have to play through that. And bottom line is, like you said, this is solved by getting Kevin Durant the ball. <laughs> like that's. That's that's the answer, and so if you're going to say, "All right, I got this. I'm gonna take over. I got Westbrook one one. I'm taking him," and it don't work out, then you need to get back and play some. E. And he played great D. That's the crazy part. Booker played great D. He he was he was incredible in defense. But at the end of games when it didn't go his way, it just wasn't. It was, it was a great play by Westbrook, not a great play by Devin Booker. And I feel like Russell Westbrook deserves that. Let's pivot
1: now to the Warriors because we're going to get 12 to 15 minutes with you on the Warriors. Uh, I came out last week, and I thought Sacramento would win the opener. I'll take the Warriors in six. Um, My question was, how much do you get out of Andrew Wiggins? Were you surprised how effective Andrew Wiggins was having not played for two, three months?
2: I I was. I mean, he's such a freak athlete that – like, how do you do that? (laughs) Like, He's bouncing around. He had three blocks. He's playing defense. He's rebounding. He's getting to his spots, and it looks like normal. It it is Woffsy, even if you know, like, this dude is a unique athlete. Like, really, he is special in a very, like, created in a lab kind of way, right? He could run all day. Before this year, he never missed games. Like, he's just a guy who can just play all day, and he looked like that. Uh, It did catch up with him, right? He was winded. I think it yeah. was one for eight from three. He missed the three that would have won the game, basically wide open from the corner. So you could see like the effects of it. But man, let me let me tell you, Colin. After the game, in a loss, you could feel that they're like, "Oh, we got Wiggins back." Oh, oh, really? okay. Like even after a loss, they were like, "Oh, we got we got Wiggins back." And that was kind of the sentiment. Like we're just we're fine. Our whole squad is here, and Wiggins looks like that already okay, we're pretty good. Uh, that's one of the – the Warriors never get down. They very rarely get down. That's still one of the higher moments I felt in that locker room after a loss where they felt like brooding confidence.
1: Well, now with Kaminga and Wiggins, uh, Peyton, we'll get to him in a second, and Dante DiVincenzo, they they do have a seven- to an eight-man rotation here of you know yeah. s- s- veteran players. Uh, you know, a player – the Warriors, um, don't have to mention Jordan Poole by name, but it's pretty obvious Kerr and Draymond take turns, <laughs> just, you know, firing shots at him. Defensively, Marcus, he's, it's a problem. Like he's not engaged. I thought he had three or four lapses defensively, and I honestly thought it cost them the game. Um, are his minutes, I mean, last year in the playoffs, Marcus, the longer they went, the fewer minutes he played, like there was there. Do you think there's real concern about what he gives up on the defensive end? He's just not engaged a lot.
2: I, I don't know if it matters if he's engaged or not. He's just not very good at it. So it doesn't matter at this level, right? Like you could be as into it as you want. He made a few good plays, but in the end, he's not guarding De'Aaron Fox. So what? He's not guarding Malik Monk. So the thing that, that is important for him is to be able to go back at you. Like you need to, they need somebody to go back at. Them. They don't have a guy outside of Steph Curry who can catch the ball at the three-point line and end up at the rim. He's the only other guy who can do it. He's the only other guy who can dribble well enough and create. So they need him for that, but he also gives up stuff on defense. And that's kind of the catch 22 with Jordan Poole. If he's rolling and his shot is falling, all right, you you throw with him. Like there was a stretch where they couldn't score and it was him and Malik Monk going at each other. And it was like, what, what, what the heck is this? Is this Michigan versus Kentucky? Like, I know, but crunch time, you, you just get the sense in this series against the most efficient offense, the team that could explode like this. He probably won't be playing down the stretch. Not that much. He didn't play that much this game. Like, he, he just wasn't there. And Steve Kerr is going to lead defense. He's going to lean defense every time. They scored 123 points. They should win that game. They gave up 126. That was the problem.
1: What are they gonna get now from Peyton, who left the game some sort of core injury? What's the latest on him?
2: He seemed to be fine. He said he felt good. uh he came back in uh he he just you know Peyton is one of them dudes who's he's like a a football player in a sense like his a running back like he's he's all his whole body's on the line. he's running, he's jumping, he's falling, he's playing big right, and you just feel like man he's got a few years of this, so you need to get him. Right. Because there's always something with him, right? He's just—he's so physical with the way he plays. He—he's—he's a, he's a revolutionary. He changes everything to them. He gives them something. I feel like he might get a lot of pool minutes if it's not Wiggins, it'll be Gary Payton.
1: I honestly think that Payton's a better fit. I think when I when I watch pool on the floor with the Warriors, I can I feel like Draymond's body language isn't great sometimes. Kurt, uh isn't. Um, um, I feel like they hold their breath a little with Jordan Poole. They don't trust him. They know he's gifted, but they don't trust him. I think they trust Peyton, though he's limited.
2: Yeah, the the problem with with Jordan is he's just very young. And the mistakes and the stuff he's gotta learn, there's literally no other way around it. Like he he gets the ball at the end of the quarter in the game, and Steph is on the court and it's Jordan Poole. And he goes one on one with Fox and, and he turns it over. And it's like, yep. you got to get a ball to Steph in that situation. Right. But, but in the same vein, he's taken that play and he's gotten a bucket out of it. He just does so many things that nobody else on the team can do. So they got to live with it. And you know what? Here's the reality they created that monster. Right. They taught him how to play. So if he's taking bad shots, he watched them take bad shots. He learned from them. Right. He, his swagger his confidence they greeted it so this is just part of it like he it reminds me of like you know you're messing with a teenager right like this, you're raising a teenager like there's just parts of raising a teenager that are tough you got a young dude with that much talent that much confidence that much arrogance that much belief in himself and also that many flaws you just gotta live with it because they can't Without him, but also, it's some things on the court that frustrate you. And they're all 30, 30 plus years old. They've got four championships. They're veterans, right? You know, they make mistakes too. So they just have to live with it. I feel like they just have to live with it no matter what. Because, bottom line, if if Gary Payton's out there, that's one less score. And if, if Clay's not making his shots like he wasn't, especially down the stretch, now it's just all on Steph. They run a boxing one on Steph, who creates offense at that point. Now it's like, Yo, you kind of need your pool in the game. So figure out what to do on defense. But that dude could go get a bucket.
1: So Draymond does podcasts right after the games he did last year. Um, You know, it's I, I see people take shots at him. Um, It's not like he divulges game plans. How does it sit, though, with the team? I mean, Draymond gives you insight that literally nobody in basketball gives you. (laughs) He's off the floor for the dynasty. Does it sit
2: uncomfortably with the team? How do they feel about it? I I don't think so. Number, if there's one thing, the, I mean, first off, the only people who could possibly say something are like the OGs, right? (laughs) Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Andre, right? Yeah. Anybody else? It probably doesn't matter what they say. Is there any team more brand conscious than than the Warriors? Right. (laughs) Is there any team that spends as much time building like who they are? I mean, Clay's riding boats to games, right? Like he's got his whole shtick. Steph, you know, has his thing. Like even Andre Iguodala is the super smart tech guy, right? Like they look at Draymond as that's Draymond's thing. As long as he's playing well, it's fine. I, I haven't heard anything. Negative about it, right? Like, right. and you know, Draymond is a guy who will do some things that irritates people. The podcast ain't one of them, p- from what I can hear. It's just Draymond. Plus, I don't know how much of this is like, yo, this is Draymond. We've known right. this dude for ten years now. Like, why would we get mad about the sky being blue? Like, Draymond likes to talk. He's gonna talk. He's pretty smart, so he knows what he's doing. It's gonna be calculated. Why, like, why worry about it? I think the fans don't like it more than the the players don't. Yeah, I think uh,
1: you nailed it. I think he's very measured and calculated. He knows exactly what he's saying. I love it. I find the access fascinating.
2: But there's a, like a there's a, like a other element too to it. I think that people should probably know. Like, it, like he's essentially putting his team on notice, right? Like, oh, if he's yeah. out there talking, they they kind of got to go back him up, right? And the and and the only reason you would complain about him doing that is if you are afraid you can't back it up. And that's just not Warriors basketball, right? They're going to go into an arena, and they're going to talk, and then they're all going to back up the one who's talking. Like, that's just how it is. So I do think there's a little bit of an like an ulterior motive. It's like, all right, I'm going to put us on notice, and we're going to have to live. We're going to have to rise up to the occasion because nobody else on the team will do that. I, I do feel like this is a little bit of team chemistry situation as well. Well, he mentioned
1: Malik Monk's 32, which is, he's right about this. You can give up 40 to a Donovan Mitchell or a Kerr. Oh, yeah. you, You can't give up 32 to Malik Monk.
0: Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years.
1: They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to tirerackcom Colin to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's tirerackcom Colin. Tirerack.com the way tire buying should be. I believe I felt going into this series that the way to win this series, um, I think they're going to get a little physical. I think they'll get the dynasty whistle. I think they'll get the veteran whistle. Do you think we'll see a different kind of game too in Sacramento?
2: Oh yeah, I definitely. I mean, that's playoffs in general. It's going to change a little bit, but I also think the it's going to work the other way. Like Steph Curry got two free throws and Malik Monk got fourteen, so I think Curry's going to get to the line more, right? <laughs> like it's like. At some point, you got to start saying, hey, this dude just driving a lot. I definitely think their answer is to get more aggressive, get more physical. Yes. Uh, I don't think you'll see. I think you'll see uh, very physical defenders on De'Aaron Fox and Malik Muck. It won't be like the guys who are good at staying in front, but don't make you feel them like Dante DiVincenzo or Clay Thompson, like uh, Gary Payton, Draymond Green, Jonathan Kaminga. Like they wear on you, they physical, they foul you, like you know they're there. I think you'll see that type of yep. guy. I think Trey Lyles, they'll be looking for him. And mostly they feel like they got punked, like on the board. So the only way to respond is to kind of punch back. But I do I wouldn't be surprised if somebody gets two quick fouls, though, because it was too free-flowing. It was fun. It was exciting. Like, you know, you know we're gonna get that 95, 97 game at some point.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought the one, like, I still think the Warriors are fine. I think Phoenix is fine. People adjust. I think the one game over the weekend that I, I did take a step back is um, the Knicks' ability to dominate the glass in multiple key situations. They were the second-best rebounding team in the league. They have to rebound well. Oh, yeah. no and, and, I, and I watched that, and I thought, Wow. Now, that's something that's repeatable. Uh, People are looking at Jalen Brunson. He's been great all year. We know that. That I don't doubt. But the New York Knicks ability to kind of push Cleveland around and get rebounds, I'm like, wow. Wow. That, are we looking at a different series here? It, was there any, outside of the Warriors, was there any takeaway for you this weekend, Marcus, that was anything you took a step back and went, you know, once Giannis got hurt, it's going to be a different game. Celtics are going to yeah. dispose very quickly. Uh, Philadelphia is going to dispose of Brooklyn very quickly. Anything surprise you at all?
2: Not necessarily surprising. I thought Memphis would be a tougher fight. <laughs> the, like, the Lakers kind of waxed them. I mean second, it half dominated. Lebron. It was like Ruri and, and, and uh Reeves, Reeves, right? Like they they were cooking the Lakers look like, uh oh. But you're reminded of the ceiling they had, right? They've played below it for so long, you forget they have it, but it's like, wait a second. If this thing clicks, it might click click, right? They could like if Memphis doesn't put up a fight here. And the Warriors, Kings go six or seven of a brawl, of like right track race right now. Whoever comes out of it, you got to deal with the size and physicality of the Lakers. Man, you could see this kind of kind of shaping up for them in a way that's a little bit like, wow, we we just would have never thought this two months ago. <laughs> we would have never thought this, like they would have this ride to the you know to the uh, Western Conference Finals. I, I was – I'm interested in the Miami-Milwaukee series. I think this was more of a blue kind of game one. Like, I, I think even without Giannis, the Bucks are so used to playing without him that they might figure something out. So, I'm interested to see what they have left. Uh, I think this is a phenomenon. The team that comes in off the play-in, usually a little bit rolling. And, and now, you know, I remember uh, – I think it was Memphis got game one against Utah after they – if you win two games – to get into the playoffs, your nice little rhythm and your playing yep. a team that was just sitting, was just resting. I think that's a little bit of thing. So I really want to see what Miami has. Actually, they lost one and one. But I, I want to see if Miami's legit, if they could really extend the series. That changes the entire East if Milwaukee's out. Entire East. It it, it, it blows everything up. Now another team could sneak in like, like the Knicks. To the East Finals. I don't know. I don't think they
1: will, but you know, I going back to what you said about the Lakers, I thought they'd beat Minnesota and I thought they'd beat Memphis. But I did feel like the longer it goes, it's more of a disadvantage because if you could get in, in and out of this series with Memphis in five games and LeBron yeah, yeah. gets like four days to rest, then you have a real chance to win game one against whoever you play. Like, I think whoever you play, there is a path that the Lakers need to hit. To win, the Warriors don't. You know, a lot of the good teams don't. The Lakers yeah, yeah. do. There's a path but, to success, and it's getting rid of Memphis fast.
2: But but do, doesn't it look feasible? I mean, like even, even like Ja got hurt, and this is becoming a thing. Ja gets hurt, right? This is obviously right. a thing where this is now the second playoffs in a row he got hurt. Uh, and remember, before they were like better without him. They like played. In a way where it was like, yo, know, they're they actually lock in on defense, right? But no Steven Adams, no Brandon Clark. That that that's a problem. Memphis Memphis might be in trouble, even if Josh somehow plays. You're down 0-1, and they've got Anthony Davis who could at any moment just drop 40 on you. Right. Well, like like they they got the guy who could do it. LeBron could just drop forty on you and you're in trouble.
1: Yeah, I mean they were trailing by four. That was an offensive foul on Jaw. The Lakers were getting the ball and were hot. So it and by the way, the Lakers had their best quarter of the season in the third quarter, and Jaw was on the floor. So he's not he wasn't stopping anybody. I thought the Lakers got so many good looks. I mean, the first half the whole game they got him. They just didn't hit him in the first half, but they were getting Phenomenal looks. Their ball movement was excellent.
2: That's the part, though, that makes you think, eh, how real is this? I mean, is Rory hitting all those the whole series? He won't. No. <laughs> you know, no. You, you're not sewing on a Hachimura bandwagon? You're not hopping on? You're not ready for the 24, uh, average of 24 for the series for Hachimura? You ain't. I'm signing up. Rory Hachimura's average of 24 for this entire series. <laughs> Put me down. I got...
1: (laughs) Yeah. But I will say, their third leading score, Russell, Rui, Reeves, they've got a collection of guys who are all... I mean, D'Angelo Russell is capable of dropping 26 points. He's going to
0: give
2: you a game, right? Yeah, no question. No question. He can be a little... Dennis Schroeder?
1: Yep, Dennis Schroeder. By the way, the play-in game, Dennis Schroeder was their third guy. have So they don't have a a nail-down three. But... I mean, listen. The Celtics got to the finals last year, and Marcus Smart is hot and cold. You don't know exactly what yeah. you are getting offensively from Marcus Smart. So, I mean, they're, the, if you have two legitimate scores, I mean, what's impressive? You about can the, do the
2: number three by committee, you, right?
1: Yeah, you can kind of do it by committee. Yeah. So, all right. So, you still feel good about the Warriors before we let you go? I still think they won it
2: in six. I mean, I, I, this is how I played it out. Like, they, I think they lose the first game. I, I just felt like Sacramento was going to make everything. This was like. Everybody to be like Sherman Club, right? This was thirty-five years of wanting and wanting. Like they've been waiting for this moment forever. I felt like they were going to make every shot, and there was a stretch when they did. And now the adjustments happen. Let's see if they can handle it. I feel like Warriors get Game Two, hold serve at home, and we go back. We either go back to Sacramento tied two-two, or we go back to Sacramento with them playing for their lives to to stay alive. That that's how I see it shaking out. I wouldn't be shocked though if Sacramento won because I don't know. Sabonis was kind of terrible in that game. So maybe he, re- he rebounds.
1: All right, Marcus Thompson, the athletic. Just 15, 18 great minutes from him. He's a busy guy. We're going to let him go. Thanks for coming on, buddy.
2: I'm about to write about Clay Thompson. I'm about to get my bag. Let's go.
0: complete terms
1: rev up your thrills this summer at cedar point on the all-new top thrill 2 drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple launch vertical speedway and now for a limited time get more cedar point fun for less with our limited time bundle for just 49.99